my button my stream deck is being uh, uh finicky today um <laughs> but yeah hey what's up welcome to another episode of space time taco i am chris aka time lord burrito see it doesn't it doesn't show it nate but it will show it i promise <laughs> and i am nate aka little teapot who just will not try to point at his own name anymore <laughs> We have lower thirds. We don't need to point anymore. It'll show up. It, it draws attention. Um, <laughs> I, to be honest, uh, so I think I talked with you about it. I've been going back and listening to the podcast from the beginning um, mm -hmm. just to check some things, see if there's anything we wanted to. Because uh, in, in the beginning, it literally was I didn't do anything. I, I recorded the podcast and threw it up there. Um, yeah. And there are certain audio glitches or just stupid things that just don't go anywhere that I'm like, well, I kind of want to clean that up because it just doesn't sound good. Um, and mm -hmm. I mean, sure, the first like 10 episodes, whatever, we had never done a podcast before. Of course, it's not going to be the yeah. best. We were doing um, it with a blue snowball sitting on a table. <laughs> yeah. And the only people that could be really be heard were me and Dave. And you were almost silent. <laughs> it's because this is why I use a headset now. Like I have a snowball hooked up like it's hanging over my monitor right now. I can bring it down kind of. It will collapse because I don't so, have it no, mounted no, properly let's, still. Let's not, let's, <laughs> don't fuck with it right now. <laughs> um, but I'm using a headset because of the way I talk. Like, I talk out of my throat, so... Like, I can project my voice, but I didn't want to, like, shout into a microphone either. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I realized, actually, listening to the last couple of podcasts, I realized I'd been too close to the mic. Because um, mm -hmm. it has been, basically. I've been like... Oh, hey, what's up? How's everybody doing? But then it's like... <sighs> <laughs> so I'm just going to put him put him back over there. Because you can still yeah. hear me. The audio can still hear me. I can see my bar going all the way up to the good green area. Well, you've got a Yeti, which picks up a lot better than a Snowball does. <clears throat> it picks up a lot more direct. Uh, mm -hmm. Precise, precise, I guess. Um, sadly, in this basement, it picks up way too much sometimes. Because it really is... Just an yeah. echoey fucking basement. Um, Just need some soundproof foam on your on your little room divider there. What? It's, it's literally a. I know. I can't. But that's what soundproof foam is for: catching reflections. <laughs> I know, but it won't work on that because I'd have to take it off every time, and then we'd destroy it. Whatever. Um, Velcro, man. I'm serious. Stuff. People Velcro. People literally Velcro up soundproof foam and then take it down when they're done recording. I guess that makes sense. Mm -hmm. That's the plan. Whatever happens, wherever we end up going, I want to soundproof the basement or whatever becomes the new office. Mm -hmm. um, just because it'd be easier. I, I mean, hell, the 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 old house, the basement wasn't too bad. Um, once we switched over to, or well, once I switched over to uh, this guy, this newer microphone, especially, I, I noticed how much better it was. Um, that mm -hmm. snowball, like, it's great. I love the snowball. It's great for, like, the large group kind of thing when we're doing, uh, the Extra Life. My blanked. I looked at the orders mm -hmm. and I remembered because I looked down and I saw, that's right, yeah, our, our 2021 gold medal. Woo! Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's, you know, future plans. Future plans. This is <laughs> in no way a permanent situation. God. There's a lot of setup we both need to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just need a room, man. I don't even have Just proper these, lighting. These damn cats. <laughs> uh, but no, I don't know. 
I, what I was saying, I was starting to say, because of me listening to the podcast, I feel like we just recorded, like, last week. Um, mm-hmm. I will admit that may also be partly due to the fact that I don't think the new episode got released until last week. Uh, <laughs> it was a stressful week. Um, mm-hmm. Not last week, week before. Uh, shit happens. Um, but it's out. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um but that's why I'm like, I can't remember if I already talked about Morbius or not, because I had seen Morbius that week, technically, but it's at the end of the week that we recorded. Yeah. <laughs> and you so haven't seen did. it at all, right? I have not seen it at all, and I do not intend to go see it. Which is why I'm going to be spoiling it today. Um, but before we get to that, we're going to get the the news out of the way. Uh, let's start with the not as exciting stuff, because um, there's only two things right now. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, Halo announced, um, finally announced season two. Uh, it's I believe it's called Lone Wolves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've been seeing some good things about it. I haven't really give, given or looked into it too much because um, I've seen mm-hmm. a couple of different articles making it seem like, hey, this might finally bring people back or be the update yeah. people want. But you're saying, I, I see in your notes um, that there's still a major flaw that they are not attempting to do anything with it right well so i mean just starting off with the good yes there is good stuff in the battle pass a lot of people have been begging for new armor customization for a long time and they're finally getting that um a lot more varied options as well on top of i think they're adding two new maps to the game so the halo infinite launched with only 10 multiplayer maps and competitive is now pared down to five maps because competitive players complain so much about map design yeah um I remember they they actually just completely stripped one of the largest maps very early on from competitive play because there was like there's no way to play competitively on this map. Um, <clears throat> so we're so getting we got... Catalyst. Yeah. Which is this the map from like Halo Three? I don't know, but they are adding some new game types as well to the playlist. They're adding the two new maps. They're adding the customization. Um, the major flaw that I'm saying that they haven't fixed yet is still tying tying Battle Pass progression to match performance. Yeah. Um, like they did in Reach and other previous Halo games. It's still all challenge-based, and I'm sorry, but some of the challenges in the game are just a major grind, and they suck ass. The people who have stuck around and played Halo Infinite multiplayer are, like, just people who are diehard Halo fans who want to play Halo Infinite. <laughs> Because they're they're legitimately having fun despite progression and customization and things like that. They just enjoy the core mechanics of the game. Um, for me, the sticking point was being able to earn armor customizations and do unique things in the game. And it's just, it's never going to be there until they fix the way that you earn things in the battle pass. Yeah. And I don't, and given the fact that 343 has frankly just been silent up until now, until they release this battle pass, I don't think they're ever going to fix it. I think it's going to stick to this challenge thing. So, I want to, I want to give them not the benefit of doubt, but I, I want to give them at least the, uh, the chance. Um, yes, that it sucks that there are a lot of things that they have not fixed. There's, it sucks that there's a lot of features that haven't been brought to the game in general. We're still waiting on Forge and co-op, um, campaign, uh, but. I, after we've had so many games have, obviously this wasn't as bad of a launch, this actually had a pretty decent launch, but in general, all these bad launched games where 
the company the developers don't say anything but then they fix everything uh mm -hmm. the obviously the thing we've brought up so many times in again funnily enough uh on the podcast that i'm listening to right now is back before like right before no man's sky got got released <laughs> um but no man's sky they went silent and came back and brought that that game uh back to life mm -hmm. uh so yeah, yeah i give them i give them a little bit um I, you know, they, because look at it this way. It's their first, I know second season, but it's their first new season, their first big change, their first big update to the game. Um, I'll give them two. <laughs> if, it's, <laughs> if it's not good, if they haven't adjusted it by uh, the next next season, then, then we can have words with 343. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean,. At the end of the day, if they if they fix that much, then sure they'll have me back. But other than that, I just I don't see, I, I just don't see the game improving as much as they say it will. I'm hoping for future content updates to just story based stuff. Mm -hmm. um, the campaign was relatively short, and it seems like it left off on a cliffhanger, like all Halo campaigns do, honestly. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, they say that they that this was going to be a Halo with you know this huge roadmap and future content and everything like that. So I hope somewhere on that roadmap is at least more story based content. Because if I had fun doing anything, it was playing the campaign in the game. Oh, it yeah. is. I absolutely love that campaign. Yeah, I mean, it is formulaic and it's designed because it's you know semi open world, but you know that just comes as a package until game designers find out how to do you know a more dynamic open world. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I was gonna say that I. I... I do remember them saying something about this being a, a longer running game. Um, mm -hmm. That's part of the reason why it is called Halo Infinite. Uh, and I'm really hoping that they do expand that story instead of us getting, um, instead of us getting in a position we are like Grand Theft Auto five is right now where it's like, Hey, mm -hmm. we promised you story content a decade ago. Um, I, I would love if they continue to just build off of this, maybe, maybe charge you. Or obviously, I guess mm -hmm. that's a that's a weird one because I guess they could charge it as DLC because the game itself is free for um, Game Pass members. Uh, mm -hmm. But I could see them doing something where they expand the the story, continue the story just through through additional content, and I I'd be perfectly fine with that. That's I feel like yeah. something we've all wanted out of a lot of games. Well, there's just there's plenty of mystery in the campaign narrative you know, by itself. Mm -hmm. Um, we still don't know where, uh, Atriox is, who's the real leader of the banished. Um, we do know that he, you know, survived, even though everyone thought he was dead, even though Asheron was claiming he was dead. Um, he lied. How dare we still don't know who this main antagonist you fight in the game really is, or, you know, what her species is or where she comes from or what her end goals are. Yeah. So, that's stuff they can expand on and i really hope they're not like oh we're, we're gonna save this for a halo game that takes place well that is launched somewhere a decade in the future <laughs> um so i wanted to say I, I wanted to bring up the maps um because one, one of the big issues people had with the maps were they <laughs> the game types didn't match the maps a lot of times did your light go out again Oh no! I if I change screens, then oh. yes, my light bulb. <laughs> um, uh, but no, um, a, a big issue people had were were the map sizes compared to some of the game types that just didn't match up. And from what I'm seeing, 
um, th this specific map, the first one, Catalyst, um, and I'm going to bring it up on the actual, the image up on the actual screen, um, it reminds me of one of the, one of the older Halo maps. Um, <clears throat> it, it gives me one of two. There, there was a map in Halo 4? No, Halo 5, I think. Um, mm -hmm. That was basically completely solid ground across the entire thing but it was the two bases on both ends um kind of had the same similar style but then this also reminds me of i cannot remember any old level names but the level that had two ends that you could either go through a small little hallway in the center or there were man cannons that transferred you on both sides mm -hmm. do you remember that map yes yeah um but that's what i'm getting from this more <laughs> more entertainingly the second map that they announced, Breaker, uh, this is Rust. Not Rust. Yeah. Um, no, is it Rust? Is Rust what I'm thinking of? Rust, yes. Okay, yeah. 1v1 me? Yeah. This <clears throat> is just fucking Rust. This is Rust in Halo. Look at this. This is 1,000% what they were going for with this exact image. <laughs> I mean, basically, yes. <laughs> I can't see anything. Now I need to... Hold on, let me... Let me actually pull up. Rust map. Oh, not the map from the game Rust. <laughs> Just look up COD Rust map. Yeah. Find pictures. Dear to move. I don't want to play it. Don't play it. No, god damn it. <laughs> good enough um yeah it's straight i'm like that's I, I see what you're going for there come on um <laughs> and i i'm okay with it i kind of love that i would love if we got just a straight up <laughs> halo rust map one v one me energy swords only <laughs> <laughs> um god now i'm just thinking of the stupid game types we used to play on that fucking map uh mm -hmm. No, I I would love to get back to Halo. Um, I just I at this point the thing I want more than anything I as much as I enjoy the multiplayer uh, games, I so badly just want to play co op campaign because um, mm -hmm. our friend Lou has not touched it in any way whatsoever, uh, and I I want to play through with him. I want to play hard not hardcore. Um, legendary i want to play through on legendary with him and i think that would be so much fun uh, mm -hmm. and i'm wondering if because i haven't actually started up any like a second gameplay or anything can you when you start up do you have to start up at as a brand new fresh master chief or can you like new game plus it i have no idea no because okay. i played the campaign once and never touched it again yeah just think about how entertaining it would be to start off that game with everything unlocked <laughs> um <laughs> So, the more fantastic and everybody is so excited and happy announcement, um, at like 4 o'clock in the fucking morning or some shit like that, I can't remember. I think it might have been mm -hmm. like 8 o'clock. All I know is that I was up until 3 and it hadn't been announced yet. I woke up and it was announced. Um, it's Kingdom Hearts 20th anniversary. They announced a couple of things. Two new games, um, or actually three, sorry, three new games. So two new games that I don't really care about. Um, mm -hmm. one is basically the final chapter of one of their mobile games. 
uh, as well as Kingdom Hearts Missing Link, which is another mobile game, but it seems like it's a little bit more intense, like graphically intense mobile game, um, which yeah. actually kind of look interesting. I might check it out if I get a chance. Uh, but the most important part is they fucking announced Kingdom Hearts 4. Mm-hmm. Will we see this within the decade? Probably not. I think the earliest we get this is 2030, but still, they announced Kingdom Hearts 4. <laughs> uh, Sora looks like the most Final Fantasy character he's ever looked in his life. Um, <laughs> he gave away pictures of his feet for free. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. Everybody picked, pointed that out right away that while he's like sleeping on this couch, he just has no shoes on. Um, which is another thing. He no longer has his giant clown shoes. Um, yeah. Which a lot of people like to see. Era, went through a, he went through a yassification. End of an era. <laughs> um, I, I will admit, while Nightmare or whatever the fuck that guy's name, the big giant boss mm-hmm. that you fight in the beginning of Kingdom Hearts, um, looks amazing and everything in the world that he's in looks great. Uh, mm-hmm. I was a little bit worried because we got nothing Disney, no Disney whatsoever. You didn't even have goofy and Donald. So they come up the thing that it's like, Hey, boom, this is what's going on. Here's where you are. Here's you fighting. The combat system looks incredible. The traversal Mm -hmm. kind of thing, the jumping around. It's, it's a lot of anime style, quick time events. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my see, that's the thing. What if, what if it's not, what if they finally decided not to do that? And you can actually do that stuff free, like freely. If it was, then that would be great. But I, it's I not have a feeling it's, that it's Square Enix, it's Phoenix. Um, but I mean, still looks good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we get the title pops up. Um, it's just straight up called Kingdom Hearts Four. Uh, I believe it's the it's covering what's called the. Oh, I just had the name. It's like the Lost Masters arc or something like that. The law, Lo- yeah, mm-hmm. Lost Master arc. Um. So yeah, we get the title screen, and then it's like, oh, okay, cool. You do see Disney up there, so I'm like, okay, cool, we're safe. Uh, and then a couple of seconds go by, and you do get to see Donald and Goofy. They look fucking amazing. Um, mm-hmm. And in that moment, we get the... Uh, uh, something. Somebody appears in front of him. I don't know who it is. We don't know who that is. Um, I don't know. It sounds like it's probably Yen Sid, but I don't know. <laughs> oh. Backwards. Disney. Hell yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited. That's all I know. I love the Kingdom Hearts games, and by that I mean the main three because I have bad eyes and didn't play the card game. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I've got old man eyes, Nate. I've had old man eyes I mean, for many it's years. Fine. At the at the end of the day, I don't fault anyone for liking Kingdom Hearts, but I mean, after playing through three, it's extremely simplistic gameplay and a whole lot of story that doesn't make sense at all you can't, none of it you don't track that it makes so much sense to me <laughs> none of it makes any fucking i mean the entire ending of the game was literally beat every member of organization 13 so you can get exposition upon their death about why they did what they did because it doesn't make sense beforehand <laughs> they didn't have time to put that in there was too much other stuff going on um you had to make sure you were cooking things with with uh, remy from ratatouille um, but it's like you have the keyblade but you don't have the keyblade and that's the thing that we're trying to make yep. yeah and gotta, i don't know they gotta unlock kingdom hearts man 
the first one at least had a competent fantasy story where it's like, all right, these are heartless. They come from people who have their hearts stolen. You know, we put all their hearts together. We make this Kingdom Hearts thing. You know, your Keyblade can unlock it and give people cool powers and shit. Well, but... that's the thing. When when you have the heartless, when the heartless comes out, that re- leaves the remaining part of the person as the nobody. You got two parts, man. That's what Kingdom Hearts 2 is about. <laughs> That's why you have all these duplicates of people where you got Sora and Roxas. Uh, Look, I, I was in it for right I was in it for the cool character designs and that was about it. <laughs> you wanted that those fantastic giant shoes and the half jackets, right? Yes. Mostly I wanted an Organization 13 coat, but... <laughs> I feel like they're so warm. They would be. I would um... only want one if it had giant Mickey ears. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just... I just don't understand how people like there are people who are legitimately into the lore of kingdom hearts. And I'm like, how do you even make sense of it? It makes like I've been to lore for some pretty crazy fantasy universes, but at least they tell a coherent thread over a certain period of time. <laughs> yeah. I will admit yeah, even metal gear solid makes more sense story wise. Um, <laughs> and that is a very confusing story as well. Um, it's just the cold war, but with, future tech <laughs> and clones and, yeah <laughs> uh, timeline out of order because you don't know when somebody's actually yeah, whatever um there's like 30 different snakes now so yeah so why is it gonna be snakes um but no i i i like you said i know you don't really care i do i really love this series I always have and it really is because i fucking hate final fantasy i love the look of final fantasy but mm-hmm. I hate the games, the actual gameplay of Final Fantasy. I've tried most of them at least once. Whenever they change to a different kind of style or whatever, I've given it a shot. Just not, mm-hmm. not my thing. Um, I love the. Com- I know you say it's a simplified combat. I like that. I really enjoy the combat in that game. In those games, <laughs> um, I love the fact that there's a, a basically a state where if you're not doing the best, you can turn into your dark form. And mm-hmm. just go fucking crazy yeah, on enemies. Fucking heartless Sora. Hell yeah, I love that shit. Dark Sora mode. Hell yeah. Um, I think at this point, and I've already seen people on like Twitter and TikTok being like, "This, these are the worlds I want them to visit." It's, it's they got to be this thing. Got to do this thing. Um, mm-hmm. I saw one that I'm like, okay, I don't think we're gonna get any of that. I'm sorry. Um, but they basically were like, we want Sora and the gang to go to the world of Turning Red and Kanto and Luca. I'm like, those are the three most recent movies. That's not <laughs> happening. Um, Kingdom Hearts Probably 3, not. we went into into Frozen 1 uh, a decade after Frozen was out. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it would be great if they undid a mistake they did in Kingdom Hearts 3, which is you can have the characters from Kingdom Hearts go to these universes, but don't just retell the movie and insert Sora into it somehow. Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, like, like, what they did with, with Toy, the Toy Story world and the Monsters, Inc. world was nice because it really was, this is mm-hmm. un- beyond the story of the original world, uh, yes. original movies. Well, that's um, the way it was all the way back in Kingdom Hearts 1, is the entire reason those worlds were there is because they needed to find the seven princesses of heart, and you weren't just retelling the stories of those movies. Those princesses yeah. were involved in the larger plot. It is weird, though, because, like, the Tarzan world existed. So mm-hmm. was it during the movie? Was it before the movie? But no, it had to be during the movie, because Clayton was I think it was 
Yeah, it was during the movie, but Sora also had a much larger impact in changing the story of that film. <laughs> As yeah. opposed to, we're just going to have these three characters sit in the background and let the movie take place, and they kind of do, like, mini-games around the map. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I, I am excited to see what they end up going with. Uh, I know people are really excited about the possibility at this point that we could be going into either um either a, a marvel world or a star wars based world um mm-hmm. it's now been far enough away and they've been oh, with man. the company long enough that i'm like hey we could you know what um, that means what lightsaber keyblade yeah people have designed that so many times it's great. <laughs> um lightsaber keyblades yes <laughs> You know somebody's gonna pop out with two a, a dual blade keyblade, of course. But it's gonna be like one of those pocket things where you like have to fold it out and around and be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think the most hilarious thing is like the really crappy designs of a lightsaber keyblade, where it's just the normal keyblade, but the entire blade is just a laser. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? <laughs> uh, but no, I, I'm excited. Um, it was really nice. That I, it was unexpected. I don't think any of us expected a Kingdom Hearts 4 announcement that quickly. Because, um, mm-hmm. what, Kingdom Hearts 2 just came out, it was two years ago now? Was it 2019 or 2020? New Kingdom Hearts 3, yes. What did I say? Ago. You said 2. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> 3. I meant 3. All right. I mean, if it, if it turns out to be the shit, then sure, I'm sure people will love it. But I have a feeling it's going to be just shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just making sure I don't think anything else is oh you know what there was one other thing um, it's not going to get me to go watch the movies or ever go back through and watch all of them uh, it was announced that Fast and Furious 10 um, has in, or uh, sorry that Allison Brie or nope not Allison Brie Brie Larson has joined the mm-hmm. cast for Fa- Fast and Furious 10 oh boy yeah it's such excite that's the closest (laughs) that is the closest has ever gotten to me wanting to watch watch those movies i'm sorry when you put brie larson in the film it makes me not want to watch a movie so what no we're not going to go into this we're not going to i'm just saying i'm not saying anything about her as a person she is not my favorite actress in the world (laughs) um yeah nothing really no it's been kind of yeah a slowish time. We're we're still in that weird point where games are coming out, but nothing's really coming out news wise about upcoming games besides fucking uh, Kingdom Hearts news. <laughs> <laughs> I need a standalone War Machine movie. That's what I need. He's getting a show. Don Cheadle's getting a show. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, the Armor Satis- Wars. There we go. Armor, we're satisfied. Yeah. Okay, I'm satisfied. <clears throat> oh, this is really nice. I'm just trying to go through news in general, and there's a, a news story about a um, a loving boyfriend that edits 115 hours of yes. anime filler out of Naruto for, for <laughs> I was, his girlfriend. I was thinking about including that, but yes, he did. He made a super cut of Naruto for his girlfriend. <laughs> oh, that, that's great, because, man, if you want to see shows that have so much so much filler uh naruto in baruto um mm-hmm. naruto at least starts off canon Na- uh, baruto the entire first season i think is is 
just filler. Yes. Um, also, if you have a kid and your name is Naruto, why would you then name your kid basically yeah. Burrito? Like, that's his name. Burrito. Because <laughs> you hate... Boruto. So I don't know. Is this the actual thing, or, or is this scene? Oh no. Okay. He like this is just him talking yeah. about him cutting it down. I would watch it. I wouldn't. Watch I mean, it online. I, w- I can't stand either the 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 English or the <laughs> Japanese voice yes. for him. They're pretty bad. Um, no, I mean, at least it's a better way to experience Naruto as an anime than sitting through all that fucking filler or pr- pulling up a watch list to find out which episodes you need to skip <laughs> or just read it. Yeah. I did it in like a weekend. It is, um, it is a good story. It's not a great story. It's not like, cause we've talked about mm-hmm. this fucking one piece. One I mean, piece, fantastic manga. Uh, it's a, it's a typical shonen battle anime story. It's, you know, kid with special powers gets more special powers and becomes a powerfulist and beats all the bad guys. No, he didn't get more special powers. His special powers just finally were unlocked because he had a, a demon trapped within him. Okay, but he learned shit like the Rasengan and all these other fucking ninja moves. Okay, and... that's true. That's true. And there's the ultimate one and then the alto ultimate yeah. one. And then he becomes a god at one point and then he fuses with the person and then the, the, the fox dies and I cried. Look, a lot of shonen anime for that era were just straight up fantasy, <laughs> power fantasies. It was literally just... You're a normal, stupid, scrawny kid, and now you have all the power. <laughs> um, it's funny you say scrawny kid when you think of Luffy, and he's like the scrawniest looking of all of them. Um, Luffy is a noodle. <laughs> Luffy is an actual noodle. But it makes sense <laughs> for his character. He's not a human being. He is literally a noodle. He's a rubber fucking boy. rubber boy. He eats a fruit and goes fucking al dente, and then... <laughs> What I haven't done is talk to Nate about what's actually going on in the series right now, and I'm still not going to because it is way too soon for spoilers to be out there, in my opinion. Even though they're fucking everywhere, I'm still not going to say it. Um, my guess is Luffy punches a guy super hard and he dies. Oh, no! Um, <laughs> no, Luffy doesn't that, kill. That is true. Like, 90% of the villains that he's knocked the fuck out have either just been chill with him or are now his friend. <laughs> <laughs> whatever the fuck the relationship is between him and trafalgar law that's a whole other situation i don't know zoro literally carries a sword in his mouth and still somehow manages to not kill people so <laughs> again they, they, none of these people want to I, I don't know why nobody wants to kill people in these series. i'm sorry but if i'm rolling up to a battle looking like a goddamn fucking blender then someone's getting killed <laughs> I saw the another one of those pictures where it's like he finally learns learns four sword technique where he's holding a fourth sword in his butt cheeks. <laughs> Listen, each arm, mouth. I feel head. like I feel like that's just a power up for Zoro. He just finds out ways to hold more swords on more parts of his body. <laughs> All he's got to do is get it so he's got a sword in between each finger, so he goes yes. green style. It's got, like, swords between each fingers, two swords in his armpits. <laughs> um, he, it, it's funny, though, because there are scenes where, because I feel like it doesn't happen or it doesn't show the same way in the manga, but I've seen from the movies um, where he does a technique where he it basically looks like he duplicates himself, where he's got mm-hmm. the three swords, but then there's two more of him that pop up around here, and it's like the nine sword slash or some shit like that, and I'm like... 
this I like more in the manga. <laughs> it <just> looks <laughs> stupid when it's animated. <laughs> well, a lot of special moves look dumb when they're animated. Yeah, not everything. Luckily, can look like uh, fucking. Unless you're fucking ufotable, then you make everything look beautiful. Exactly. <clears throat> are they? Wait, no. Are they the ones that are doing? Yes, ufotable is doing Demon Slayer. I thought somebody else was doing like Demon Slayer, but whatever. No, no, Unless you just, you're, you can be table. like. Yes, you can be Ufotable, you can be Studio Mappa, or you can be Witness. <laughs> there, and that is, uh, hey, you know what, let's go on to that, because they're making a show that you've recently watched. Yes. So, yeah, let's just jump into that then. Um, so, I just started watching Ranking of Kings. Okay, started. Which, you haven't finished, right? Yeah, no, okay. I haven't finished. Um, the the problem for me with finishing a lot of it is a lot of the episodes, even though they are 22-minute episodes, their standard length, feel much longer than they actually are. There's a lot of stuff packed into each episode, and some of it gets drawn out. But other than that, I mean, it's a phenomenal anime in its own right. I put it off like I suspect a lot of people did early on because of its art style, um, which is very... It's a very old school anime style that's very simplistic and minimalistic in its design. It makes me think but, of like um, Future Boy Conan, the style yeah, of it almost. Exactly. But they make up for it with just absolutely gorgeous animation out of the gate. Um, everything in it is animated so well from fight scenes just to characters, you know, sitting around and talking to one another. The main character, Boji, is the most adorable male character in an anime in a long time that, uh, it's, he's he's one of the two best boys of the year it's it's yes. boji and kotaro yeah <laughs> but um yeah so i mean for those of you who don't know the premise basically is there is this fantasy world with a bunch of kings in it they have this tournament called the ranking of kings um where officials show up and basically give each king a ranking based on how they perform do doing a certain set number of tasks um and it's like a ridiculous... Basically, there's as many rankings as there are kings in this land. So you can be ranked number one, which is like king of the universe, down to like number 90, which is king of like your toilet seat. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so the thing is, is it's, it's a fantasy world in its own right with a lot of world building in it that you discover throughout watching the show. It's not exposited to you as time goes on. Um, you discover things about the world as they happen and have relevance to the story. So you learn, for example, that Boji's father, King Boss, was not an actual human, but a literal giant. Let's <laughs> um, not get too... Yeah. I won't uh... spoil... I won't spoil a lot of it, but that's just yeah. part of the world building of the show. Um, but the premise basically is, is, yes, you have this ranking of kings, you have this kid named Boji who is the first prince of King Boss, and then his brother well, half-brother, really, um, Dida, who is the, you know, second prince of the kingdom. And very early on, they get into this sort of dispute where his mother, his stepmom, is kind of plotting against Boji to make Dida the king after King Boss dies, because that's going to happen very soon. And so it just carries on from there. Um, Boji basically gets shit on by everybody around him because he is both deaf and mute. <laughs> um, and not the strongest kid in the world. No, and not the strongest. He is extremely weak to the point he can't even pick up like a normal size sword that a person would be able to pick up. Um, but he does really have this good at dodging. Yeah, he has this very uncanny ability to dodge. Um, 
And so in one of the fights that happens between him and his brother, he's dodging all these attacks and landing very weak, like tap strikes, like, haha, gotcha on them. And then, of course, everyone, because they're a bunch of dicks, um, is not happy with that and thinks it's an unfair way to fight. Which leads to Boji very early on. This is all episode one, so this isn't really yeah. a huge spoiler, but he basically gets his shit kicked in. Um, <laughs> but then we also learn some things about his stepmother and how she came to know Boji and how sympathetic she is towards him. Um, and really everything that she's doing is to sort of protect him and keep him out of harm's way because she feels he just can't fend for himself. Yeah, you really do start off <laughs> hating that woman. Like, the first <laughs> introduction of her, you're like, you are a piece of shit. I don't want you to have a good life. Um, and <laughs> then very quickly, you find out how good of a person she actually is. Yes. So it's one of those anime where you're watching it and you look at a character on screen and you go, that character is definitely evil, just by design alone. <laughs> like, you'll look at a character and go, that person's evil, that person's good. And every step of the way, the anime is throwing twist at you to be like, that person you thought was good is a piece of fucking shit. And that person you thought was evil is one of the best characters that Boji will ever come across. <laughs> There's so many of those, too. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I absolutely love that. That was a show that I... Um... I'd come home from something I can't remember, and uh, I just I was eating and I wanted to watch something while I was uh, while I was having dinner. Threw on my headphones, turned it on, um, and like immediately fell in love with it. the the opening theme alone. Sold me on the oh, yeah. show. That's such a it's such a nice like warm, it's... comfy kind of song for you at the beginning of that series. It um, is, and it's one of the only few OPs that I've actually sat down to and read the lyrics to. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the English lyrics, which I almost never do for an OP, because we're used to songs in English rhyming and having certain rhyme schemes in them, and they mm -hmm. don't really do that in Japanese. But the lyrics for are all about, basically what the story is about, is you can feel like you're weak and helpless and defenseless, but if you just keep trying and persevering through all that struggle you can actually achieve something. <laughs> yeah. um, and I believe the first season is, I think it might be done. Uh, I have not finished it either. Uh, I believe I'm about three quarters of the way through. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Like, like you, I, I'd love it. Um, I'm excited to see more of it. Uh, I hope, I don't know if it, if it ends ends or if it seems like, if it's a show that seems like it needs to continue on further. Um, mm -hmm. I'd be happy either way, to be honest. Um, it's funny because I, I had not seen anything. I'd seen the show pop up um, and it, I had immediately added it to my watch list, but it was just one of those I hadn't had the time to just sit and watch an anime. Um, so luckily I had waited a little bit because like, was, it was multitasking, so I just threw the dub mm -hmm. up. And the dub's not bad. Um, I uh, had seen figures of the characters um, at my comic shop because they sell a whole bunch of anime figure stuff and I'm like what is this show I have no idea what this is and it doesn't have it in English it's it's like completely import statues so I'm like I have no idea what it is. Mm -hmm. so I like Google Translate it I'm like this looks cute maybe I should actually <laughs> go ahead and watch this and that was I think the night that I came home and finally watched it um, yes but that's not the only anime that's that we're really enjoying or back to I guess mm -hmm. I don't know um Finally, after a, what feels like a decade, uh, <laughs> Shield Hero Season 2 is back. Um, nope. We don't have an intro song for it, but the fucking outro song, unless that's the mm -hmm. intro song, and they just that shift is, it around. Um, that will be the OP for the show. Is, okay. so... Fucking 
metal. You notice fuck. a lot of <laughs> well, you notice a lot of anime do this in their first episodes of new seasons. Mm-hmm. Is they will start an episode just from the beginning without an OP, and then they will end it with the OP for the rest of the series, and you won't see the ED until the second episode. <laughs> we call, I always say whenever a show messes with the opening in any way whether they put mm-hmm. it at the end or they shrink it down i'm like ooh it's a long episode uh, <laughs> they they take up more of the the ch- the normal chunk of time so they can you, tell more story um, yes, where you're watching an episode and you just get a title card with no op that's when like, you know oh, it's like the important yeah. episode <laughs> depending on the series you're like oh i'm crying with this one <laughs> that was any time it just did that for steven universe i'm like oh no <laughs> <laughs> Just strap the fuck in. <laughs> um, so you, you, it's only one episode so far, and you, I'm assuming you've watched it. <laughs> yes, I did watch it. It is. I was a little perturbed by the first episode of the new season, and that is only because the animation quality seemed very lacking this yeah. time around. Um, a lot of it is not very fluidly or well animated at all. Um, as I expected from an opening episode to a new season, it is a lot of exposition and setup for things to come. Um, they have one like big fight near the end of it, which goes over in my mind very poorly, um, and requires the character for some reason to just use his basically OP ability fresh out the gate. Yeah, um, that threw me off. <laughs> And I'm like, if he has to use that here, what does that say about the fights he's going to get into the rest of the season? Like, that just didn't make sense to me at all. And then, of course, it ends on a cliffhanger, which made absolutely no fucking sense and came out of nowhere. But, um, I mean, I actually, it's I, a I whole... Admit, I had to go back and read, um, yeah. just like reread what was going on, because I'm like, what? Also, wow, yeah. that was, Shield Hero was only 2019. Yeah. Again, 2020 messed everything up. That was a decade within itself, so... Oh, of course. But, um... I don't know. Maybe season, maybe episode 2 will shed some more light on some things and be better. Um, I feel like this is one of those anime where, if you're questioning it, it is worth the you know three-episode test, at least in the very first season. Um, just to get through some of the major plot stuff. The first couple episodes are still the best in my mind because it deals a lot less with just typical shonen fighting stuff and more of a character-driven plot where you've got a new character isekai into a world who doesn't understand anything about it and instead of just immediately becoming you know a typical overpowered isekai protagonist um basically gets dicked over by everybody around him until he finds a way to dick them over in return <laughs> um the fact that mine is still called bitch and slut by people around her yeah that's like the, the punishment that she had or whatever yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I I just looked up the um the production company. Uh, I guess it's is it Cinema Citrus or Kinema? Because it is K I N E M A. Um, mm-hmm. but they actually um along with uh along with Shield Hero, they also did um Made in Abyss as well mm-hmm. as they did the Star Wars Visions episode, The Village Bride, which I was one of the ones that I really enjoyed. Um, yeah so it is i i don't know if it's a different team within them that is working on it but it, i i mm-hmm. do agree that this episode did seem off compared to what we had gotten used to in the yeah. series um well it may be one of those things where 
you know, the budget is not there, so they make a couple crappy episodes and then save it for the Later big on. grand finale they, stuff. It might have been something that had to, they had to cut funding for certain parts or move the budget around because of the the pandemic. This, this was supposed to come out, I mm-hmm. think, 2020. Um, I think the original plan was for it to come out in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm okay with it. Take your time. Do whatever you need to. Just... Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. I mean, it's it's a new adventure for characters we know. Some characters we don't. Oh, um, it is a co-production, okay, with another company mm-hmm. called Doctor Movie Co. Okay. Who well, I it's... have never seen any of these before. <laughs> oh no, well, they did nineteen a... episodes of uh, of Last Airbender. They've done a couple of random things. Teen mm-hmm. Titans. <laughs> Ooh, Young Justice season three. There we go. Um, but no, I really thoroughly, or I, I thoroughly enjoyed the original series, the first season. So I'm hopeful that this one can continue to be as entertaining. Um, mm-hmm. cause like it is, it is another isekai and you know, I am already a fan of isekai for the most part, but one yeah. of the things that sold a lot of people on the show was it wasn't like you were saying, wasn't your normal isekai where he was immediately everybody's favorite person. Um, mm-hmm. and that is to be honest, part of the plot of the series anyway is that they need he needs to get the rest of the heroes to not be shitty towards him. And I think he's got yeah. like two of them on his side. It's really just spear jerk. Uh, <laughs> well, he's got one kind of in a neutral area at the moment. Yeah. And yes, one does absolutely resent him and hate his guts and tries to be better than him in every way. Which um never happened. The sword hero just doesn't get screen time at all. <laughs> he's because he sword hero's the is he is it sword or mage? I thought it was a mage hero. No, there's a sword, a, sword a bow, a spear, and a shield. Okay, because um, he's the one that's like the the lonery guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I, he's very edgy. They've shown him like doing investigative kind of stuff throughout the first season, and that's really mm-hmm. where you get the most development for him because he doesn't yes. he doesn't have a group. Everybody else has a little bit of a group with him, and he really is just on his own all the time. Yes, um, he's on his own. The bow hero technically has the most powerful party currently, and the spear hero is out there just trying to be a fucking isekai pimp. So, <laughs> isekai pimp. Hey, he's got he's got the ex princess with him. So yeah, no, he's in, he's in it for the harem. That's what he's in it for. <laughs> um, I mean, can you judge him? No. Uh... <laughs> I mean. Natsumi is the one who ends up with the harem anyway, so oh, he's got Take three slaves now. <laughs> that that threw me. Um, because mm-hmm. that that's a whole thing with the first season, with the fact that he's like, "Hey, I'm gonna get a slave. That's the only way I can get a party member is to get a slave." And I'm like, "This is a fucking weird ass show." Um, well, they're 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 tickling the little male fantasy notes yeah. a bit with that. <laughs> Well, that, that was the whole thing with Raftalia, where it's like, oh yeah, my species, we age from 12 to 18 in a day. I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure you do. I'm like, mm, no. Um, but ignoring that stuff, which is, you know, again, we've talked about it many times. It's just shit you gotta deal with with anime. We can't make them change anything. Um, you just She's deal with really them. 300 years old, guys. No, don't even don't even um, <laughs> what was that show Shiki or something like right. thousand year old vampire girl 
that was like a I, 12 year old girl i have no there's about a billion of those so <laughs> um but no i uh i'm excited to see like i said we got i i want to just not watch it and let it go and like build up so i can just binge the entire thing um mm -hmm. now this next anime it's the last anime we're talking about at least that i know of. i don't know if you're gonna bring anything else up um nope. I, uh, when they announced it, I started reading the manga. I think I got about maybe 30 chapters in, um, and then paused. Uh, but Spy Family, Spy X Family, or Spy Family, whatever, um, just started up, uh, the other day. Might have been yesterday. Um, and people are already loving it. It is actually made, uh, I believe this is also by Wit. Um, let me double check. Because people are throwing it in with, the the kid from this is as adorable as boji i'm like no 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 no. i know what this character's like she is not <laughs> um did you just you just typed it in why'd you put it in like that oh okay i get it yeah spy x family equals spy yeah yeah haha -ha, funny <laughs> um but but no it's it's just stop trying to spell joke um <laughs> <laughs> so basically uh spy family is about a spy who is given a new mission his mission is to uh infiltrate a school system and to do so to get the information he needs and to get to the person he needs to get to he needs to get a kid and get a wife um and like literally just like have a just have these things like all right I have mm -hmm. to find a kid. I got to find a wife. Um, wife hasn't come into the picture yet. I know where she comes into, but that's a whole other thing. Um, but the kid is just this random girl at the most rundown looking orphanage in the on the planet because he's like, hey, I feel bad for these kids, but like this is the best way to not have to worry about paperwork. <laughs> um, <laughs> any kind of trail of me being like, hey, this is definitely my actual daughter, not not uh, some kid I just picked up. Um, mm -hmm. and turns out that the kid is a psychic or a telepath. Um, mm. so she uses her telepathy. No, no other character really knows, um, yet, I guess. Um, but she uses it to like impress him enough for him to be like, all right, I'm taking this one. Uh, it's, it's adorable. It, it really is absolutely adorable and i definitely recommend it for anybody that wants um a different kind of like spy show spy anime um, mm -hmm. eventually it's not super spoilers i think they show it off I, I think you yeah you get introduced her in the next episode um to enroll in the school they have to have like a a parent teacher conference that they require both parents to be there which i like what if the mom died? Like, just accept that the, <laughs> you're, Are you really a school that's like, oh, no, no. You had the misfortune of losing a family member. You cannot belong to the school. Um, <laughs> Jesus. That's like, in my head, that's all I'm thinking of. I'm like, there are situations where it is just a single father. What the fuck? Um, like, Sorry, your mom died. Can't go to school anymore. Yep. <laughs> no education for you. Um, <laughs> so the mom that does eventually come into the picture is an assassin. So it ends up being a family of a spy, an assassin, and a telepath. Um, the Sounds only, like the most OP fucking family on the planet. <laughs> the only person that knows all of this, well, 
technically, yeah, is the daughter because she can read both of their minds. And <laughs> there are just so many moments of her being like, uh, let me figure out how I can do something without letting you know that I can hear what you're thinking. Um, it's fucking adorable and hilarious, and I'm excited to see certain things animated, and I want to see if they play as well. Um, but this is definitely gonna this is definitely gonna be one of those everybody's watching, everybody's talking about it. This is basically perfect timing to come in right after Ranking of Kings to carry us over into whatever the thing is after that. Um, <laughs> so I, I definitely recommend it. Only one episode so far, but it, it is gonna be one of those cute fun shows that pulls on your heartstrings. Which is your favorite, right? You like crying, Nate? I do like crying. I mean, fucking uh, My Dress Up Darling just wrapped its first season. I haven't finished that um, either. Well, I won't spoil the ending for you, but it is kind of one of those cutesy anime moment tearjerker kind of things. Um, Did they profess their love for each other? No, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's as much as I can say without spoiling it. Because <laughs> it's it's been out long enough that I'll talk about up to the certain point that the, the first big, like, boom, chest mm. gut punch kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, that see the scene when they're coming back from the first cosplay show and mm -hmm. he says that she looked beautiful and she like has that like realization of he only calls the one thing beautiful and that actually saying that word means something to him and i'm like mm -hmm. oh no she's falling in love with him <laughs> so, like, she had a crush that's the thing is like the previous episode is like okay she has a crush on him yeah and then that episode is like Okay, all bets are off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, she... it's so good, and I like. I know a lot of people. I've seen a lot of people said that they actually dropped it or didn't mm -hmm. start it based off of the single episode um, where she does put on like the the spray tan to mm -hmm. simulate being a darker character. Um, yeah, and it's it's so interesting to see that because I feel like the majority of mm -hmm. people I've seen say, oh, "I'm not going to watch that." Are people, um, you know, because you, you got to say, you can't say certain things or you get flagged, um, napkin people or, uh, <laughs> or um, mayo Na people. Uh, there's a list. There was, a, I love the, there's a, t there's this one guy on TikTok that just makes a list of all the different way to people to say people. Um, non seasoned chicken people. No, it's a, uh, uh -huh. Raisins and potato salad people. <laughs> like I'll do blueberries. I, I like blueberries in a chicken salad. Have you ever had blueberries in a chicken salad? No, I don't eat shit that's just ingredients slathered in mayonnaise. <laughs> you don't like chicken salad? No. Okay. All these salads that people come up with is ingredient plus mayonnaise. mayonnaise it's true. <laughs> that is true. You put other. It's more than two ingredients. Um, <laughs> what about egg salad? Do you like egg salad? No. I think that has mustard and mayonnaise. I don't. I've never... I like salad. Salad, man. Shit, this leaves in a bowl. <laughs> Give me that <laughs> with a whole bunch of mayonnaise in it. I'm very confused right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am. I'm not a fan of these. I've tried them. Yeah. I, here, here's the thing, right? Is it's not just that. It's people from my side of the spectrum also make this stuff and then you go to their cookouts and they're like so i'll i'll literally say to somebody like i don't like potato salad they're like well you haven't had it the way i make it or something like that 
I don't fucking care how you made it. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. What is your opinion on deviled eggs? Disgusting. Really? Okay. Sweet. So that means if I don't we know. Ever go anywhere and there are deviled eggs. I get more deviled eggs. Of course. <laughs> I like my eggs two ways: fried and hard boiled. That's it. <laughs> And when I say fried, I mean like fried over hard. Oh, you don't no want, scramble. You runny, leg, runny egg. No. Oh man. Fried over hard. <clears throat> Not. What about omelets? How do you feel about omelets? Omelets are alright. Okay. Well, that's mostly because of what's in the omelet, not what's on the outside of it. <laughs> There's enough things in it that you're like, all right, whatever. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit of a wet egg, whatever. Uh <laughs> an omelet is just an egg taco. Come on. <laughs> you're not wrong. I mean, hell, Taco Bell had the the naked taco breakfast or breakfast taco or something where the yeah. shell was the egg. Mm-hmm. It was it was literally a Taco Bell omelet. Yeah. Like <laughs> I was all for it. Oh, speaking of which, um, very random, um, and I don't believe it in any way. But my local Taco Bell, um, I happened to to talk to the person at the window. I'm like, all right, hey, do you, when when's the when's the uh, the Mexican pizza coming back? Uh, and he's like, <laughs> you didn't hear from me? September. <laughs> so, if the if the Mexican pizza comes back, I'm going to put a thing, bam, like a, a goal thing. If it comes back in September, I am going to donate $100 to, I don't know, some random charity that's being pushed. Not the Extra Life, because I already donate. We do that enough. Mm-hmm. that sounds weird um i'm gonna donate a hundred dollars <laughs> to some kind of charity that is in some way related to talk oh you know what i'll do it they have that like that school program thing that talk about those all the mm-hmm. time i'll just be like hey, hey can i get two mexican pizzas and throw in a hundred dollars to that 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 school thing that you guys do <laughs> be like, the fuck <laughs> hey i'm sure they'll be happy about it either way i just want my mexican mean, pizza man doja cat I mean, sang about it Look, I'm not going to say the kinds of things that I've gotten from a Taco Bell drive-thru. I'll just say you can get anything you want from a Taco Bell drive-thru. <laughs> you can't get those. They don't have all the ingredients anymore. Okay, well, you maybe can't get a Mexican pizza, but you can get some other things that definitely aren't on the menu in a Taco Bell drive-thru. <laughs> I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> Are these legal things? I'm I'm thrown off. Um, They're of questionable legality. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh god all right well let's talk about the games that we played because i'll come back to the two movies that you haven't watched and do semi-spoiler free Mm -hmm. reviews of them or run-throughs of them well you can go ahead and talk about this thing because i have to go get something for this thing (laughs) that's left in the other room (laughs) oh god okay and you've played it so i'm okay with just talking about it I'll be right back. So I... Just, what? Do you want me to mute you? You can't hear me. Um, so I have made the decision to not buy any new games, which is why I have not been playing the Kirby game, which was why I have not been playing um, Elden... Not Elden Ring. Yeah, Elden Ring. There was something else that came out now. I can't remember. Only played... Uh, my mind is broken only played tiny tina because hey remember we got it for free um 
But I, I want to try and go through my backlog. So I put together the list of what I have backlog-wise on Steam. And the first game that I get, decided to hop into uh, was Power Wash Simulator. I immediately fell in love with this game. Um, I enjoy very relaxing games to play. And just sitting there, I just threw podcast on while I was just running through and cleaning up the entire house and backyard and whatever the fuck they threw at me. Fucking motorcycle that took three seconds to clean off with my power washer. Um, but yeah, I, I absolutely love it. It is the most relaxing game. Uh, I think you bought it for me for uh, Christmas, right? Yes, I did yeah. gift that to you. Um, thank you. Uh, you hopped in. Um, and so we could make sure we knew who was who. I, I bought myself a pink outfit. Uh, <laughs> um, that's my go-to character outfit color because that was whenever I played Among Us, I'd do the pink with the banana on my head. Um, <laughs> but no, I uh, I really enjoy it. I had only played a little bit, a couple of levels on stream. I played through up until I think I cleaned off the shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I cleaned the off shoe the shoe. Yep, that was the last thing I cleaned off. <clears throat> um, God damn, the fucking playground was a bitch. The playground takes forever because it's one of the earliest maps, and all you've got is the plain standard power washer. Yeah. Now, I will say, what I did to get myself through it, because like I said, it was taking a while, <laughs> I threw on and watched... I didn't throw it in here because I completely forgot about it. Uh, I watched Toradora... Is mm -hmm. that what it's called? The anime, the the yeah. uh, slice of life. Yeah, it's it's something. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I could recommend it to somebody. It, it's it's fun. It's not something I would normally watch. Um, it's it can be a little weird at times because it is very much lolly sundere with. Nate, I'm going to buy you a new light. <laughs> I'm not. It's not my light. It's my monitor. I don't have a light on right now. Yeah, I know. Because gonna... this is what happens when I turn my light on. Fucking look like a goddamn angel right now. <laughs> Nate, you always look like an angel. Oh, how sweet. <laughs> what if you turn your light around and have it bouncing off the wall? I might be able to do that. Does this twist 360? It's a very long light. That's what she said. It's an architect's, architect's lamp. Uh, yeah, It doesn't want to stay that way. Okay. <laughs> it keeps twisting back. All right, we tried. Um... If I prop it up all the way, maybe. Here we go. That's better. I also see you got a new chair, a razor chair. Yeah, birthday. Yay. Um, Kim had wanted to buy me a new chair because my old chair was it was dying. Um, let me try something real quick. Is that a razor isker chair? Yeah. The one with the adjustable lumbar thingy? Uh, it's not adjustable. Okay, so it's it not has lumbar. It's hold on, I saw it the other day. I don't know. All I know it has a little thing that I can go. <laughs> um, but it was on sale, and my mom asked Kim what I, what I wanted for my birthday, and she's like, <laughs> you know, Chris needs a new chair, and she sent the link. <laughs> but you I might got... have the M key. Oh, that's it. Yeah, the one that's got, like, quilted leather on the back. <laughs> that's not a great lighting option, but sure. It's it's one of those weird, like, sunset lighting things. 
it looks like the sun is trying to kill you right now. <laughs> yeah, that happens. What if I just like? Oh, she should have got it. To, she should have got it for you in the quartz color, because it's literally just a pink chair. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a pink and white chair. I very, ooh, and you know I would have, I would have had no problem with that. I'm telling you, man, you gotta go like full uwu gamer girl streamer now. No oh, man, I already have Kraken headphones because weren't aren't Kraken headphones the ones that uh, they had the variant with the cat ears? Yes. Can I add and them to this? Can I just add cat ears to these? You probably can. Oh, okay, we go. I mean, at the end of the day, Razer. If you want like pink gaming accessories, Razer is the place to go right now. <laughs> they have pink everything. <laughs> It's either black or pink. You can just buy it. They're 20 bucks. Yep. Do I buy Kraken Kitty Ears for my kids? The answer is not no. The answer is not no. They have pink, black with green. They have black with green, black with pink, and uh, just the straight up pink ones. Oh, well, there you go. I'm, I, I would have to go green. <laughs> It's just a thing. Um, I also have like five different headsets in their lineup now. Jesus. What, the Kraken? No, not they're not all Kraken. These no, are all okay. different ones for different things. Um, I think like one of them's like an audiophile headset. And the other ones are just various wireless PC headsets. I don't wait. Kraken, I don't think I have this set. This is. It looks like this might be for older ones. I will say one thing I bought from Razer I will never buy her again, and that's a fucking ripsaw. Their capture card, for whatever reason, just sucks total up balls. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't fucking work. Ours, mm. Mine worked. I like mine. I would love to get the new one. That I, I can do that. Later. I switched to an Elgato, and I've never had a problem with exactly. it. Exactly. Um, mm. And they're not... Because that... I'll, I'll be completely honest. I got this chair because it was on sale. I have these headphones because they're on sale. Kraken... Or Kraken. Razer is overpriced um, oh yeah it is very much it, it, i look at it the same way as i look at alienware you're paying for that name um you're yes, you are paying for a good thing a good product you're just paying for the the name um like somebody... i know that you're paying for just the alienware name because if you crack open one of their new pre-built pcs what you'll find inside of it is a stock dell motherboard with a stock intel cooler sitting on the processor yeah um yeah, somebody. I just was talking to somebody. They said that they were they were getting an Alienware uh, laptop, and I'm like, cool. Yeah, no. <laughs> did you, you want, have like an a, Alienware laptop at one point? I did have an Alienware laptop at some point. The thing weighed about ten fucking pounds. It was ginormous and extremely heavy. Um, but that was before they found out that you know you didn't need to put a full video card in laptops. <laughs> so. <laughs> The thing was massive. It would overheat constantly. It was just a beast. But that's before they found out that you can sort of minimize gaming hardware as well. If I was going to get another quote-unquote gaming laptop, it'd probably come from Lenovo. They have a set of laptops called Legion, which are very good. Okay. Um, and now I realize that we've gone very off-tangent. Um, yeah. It happens. <laughs> that's, what, that's what we're known for. Um, so what did you get? You said you, got, you had to run and get the thing that you went to buy... Oh, yeah. So, I bought a box of Warhammer recently. <laughs> oh, like an this, actual... Yeah, like an actual box. Oh, wow. Um, This is their starter set. This is the Elite Edition of it. They have three different editions of it. This one cost me 90 bucks, but came with 
far more than 90 bucks worth of stuff in it. Um, out of this box, you get what's basically pictured on the front. So you've got the blue dudes, which are the Space Marines, and the bony dudes, which are the Necrons. Um, Necrons are the good guys, right? No. <laughs> well, here's the thing about 40k lore. You have to understand, nobody's the fucking good guy in this. All, all um, perspective-based. People will see, like, if they don't know anything about 40k, like, you'll see Space Marines in most of their marketing, because that's their biggest thing. And you'll be like, oh yeah, those are the good guys. Until you find out they belong basically to a giant fascist space empire <laughs> that kills anybody who's not perfectly human in every way. Sounds about right. Um, They're the Brotherhood of Steel. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, but I got, I mean, I got a decent amount of stuff in this box. You get a squad of regular Marines, you get a Marine captain, and you get three Marine bikes. Um, and then you get... A full squad of Necron warriors, which are just laser shooty dudes. You get one of their captains, some melee dudes, and some little scarabs that they have, which are little like robot bug things. Um, but this is really all you would need to play a full game of 40k. Like you do not need more than this, oh, honestly. Okay. <laughs> um, when people see 40k in marketing material and things like that, they see the big 5,000 plus point battles where the tabletop is filled with minis and custom terrain and stuff like that yeah people don't seem to understand that, that stuff also took those people like 120 plus hours to build and paint <laughs> um i bought this because i really like painting miniatures more than anything and this has enough mini variety in it that i can get i've already got some paints ready i'm waiting on some stuff to arrive from amazon hobby snips so i can cut out the models and things like that um once I have all that, I will be painting, and I may be streaming some of that painting and assembly as well, because some people do that. Um, oh yeah, but just I've seen a lot of people. Uh, fucking yeah. Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World does it. Yeah, I mean, just to give you a general idea of what's in this box, this sprue right here, this whole frame contains. Let me see. Yeah, this is all three bikes on one sprue right here. <laughs> so I have to cut all of that out, assemble it with plastic glue and super glue and then um paint it all now a lot of these models on their newer molds are meant to be snapped together no sniffs no sniffs yeah. or glue needed yeah i don't know if you can see that in there but there's little pigs inside that chest piece mm -hmm. that are supposed to then go into that back piece there yeah um the problem is is those don't always fit together so well <laughs> so a lot of people will actually just cut those pigs off and glue them together the way they used to um yeah. <laughs> Your mimic ears snapped together. Yep. It's the beginner um, level, and there's adorable. Yeah. So, no, mostly I'm just excited to assemble and paint these things the best way I can. Um, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not overly concerned with, you know, deep diving into the tabletop game at this point. If I buy more models and actually decide on which army I want to play, then I probably will. I found out there's a game store where I got this was a game store literally like two minutes from my house that I didn't even know was there. That's um, nice. so yeah, I just thought it was neat to buy these. It's something I haven't played with in a long time. My first army, I never even painted. Like I assembled a good chunk of models, never bothered painting them. I just primed most of them in basic black, but now I actually want to try painting some stuff applying these little transfers that came in the box and all kinds of neat stuff, just making the best-looking models I can to start out with. Yeah. Thank you, bet. I know back in the day, my brother and I tried, tried mm -hmm. doing um, 
that stuff. But it, it hit a point where I'm like, oh, I don't care about this kind of game. This is not my kind of game. I just like the yeah. figures. They look cool. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people actually do go out and um, buy figurines just for the sole purpose of painting. A big part of 40k fandom is just painting contests. Where these people will not play the game at all. Like, they've never played a game of 40k in their lives. Or maybe they play, like, one or two, like, intro games at a games workshop near them. Yeah. But other than that, they will literally just sit around for hours a day and just practice painting minis. Um, and the stuff that comes out of painting contest is phenomenal. I mean, this stuff is basically what's in the lore come to life on the tabletop. Um, <clears throat> so... And all the crazy painting techniques you can get into, you learn so much. You learn far more about acrylic paints than you ever want to probably know. <laughs> <laughs> Just painting miniatures. You don't know um, me. I might really <laughs> want to know that. You learn things about different mediums you can put paint into, how to properly thin and mix your paints. There's a whole meme video on YouTube that's hilarious called Thin Your Paints, which is just poorly painted 40k models of people who didn't thin their paints the first time around. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> So all their figures just look like fucking abominations. <laughs> they just look like they're melting all the time. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's it's fun to get into, at least from just a painting and lore perspective. Um, I'm excited for one of the games that should be coming out, hopefully, later this year, which is 40k Darktide, which is basically Vermintide in the 40k universe. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, so... I'm excited for that. Um, there's a VR game I want to get once I get a headset called uh, 40k Battle Sister, which is you play as a sister of battle, um, which is one of the armies in the game. Okay. <laughs> um, they're basically like people have talked a long time about why there's no female space marines. There's actually an in-lore reason for that. But the sisters of battle sexist. basically are, are female space marines. Okay. <laughs> um, and this there's a VR game that takes place in that kind of, well, you play as one. Um, so that's actually one of the bigger investments I'm making later in the year is to finally get a VR headset and stream some content from that. So, okay. Stuff for people to look forward to. Mm. But other than that, yeah, that's it. VR mm. streams are so weird to me. Mm -hmm. Um, it's such a cool idea. It's just, I feel like it's so hard to do sometimes. Well, it can be because you have to have... I mean, doing it with something like the Oculus is probably the easiest way to do it, because then you don't have to set up sensors and all this other stuff around you. Um, but camera setup is a big part of VR, especially if you want to do the thing where it's like your body in VR. You have yeah. to do like a full green screen surround and all this other crazy stuff, and it takes a lot of work. I know people who have entire rooms dedicated to this where they've literally just painted their room either blue or green so they can chroma key out the entire room around them. Um, I've seen that shit. It's awesome. Yeah. And that's how that. they achieve that effect. I want to do that so bad. I want to have a uh, a uh, green screen area of the house. Yeah. It's basically taking one of your rooms and turning it into a sound stage. So, <laughs> um, but other than that, I mean, I am setting up an additional room in my house currently, just for the sole purpose of streaming now. Oh, really? Um, yeah. When I clean out this extra bedroom, it will just be used as a office space, basically for streaming and content for Space Time Taco, because doing it in my bedroom is whatever. I have a PC set up and ready in my bedroom, but it is my bedroom, and it's, it's your bedroom. basically, yeah. <laughs> we all know that. It's, just, it's, it's not conducive to, you know, proper setups. <laughs> yeah. Trying to do a thing, but it doesn't want to work for me, so I'm just going to not do it, I think. Um, 
So yeah, I know we talked about you not you haven't seen either of these movies, so I'm not going to spoil Sonic. Um, mm-hmm. Cuz I feel like you kind of still want to see Sonic, correct? I do want to see Sonic. I don't really care about Morbius. You can spoil the fuck out of it. Right, cool. I I'm going to spoil not care. I'm going to spoil the fuck out of Morbius then. Um, I will enter commentary where necessary. <laughs> You're going to love it. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> You're probably not. But whatever. You like shitty movies sometimes. Right. I definitely do. I will not deny. <laughs> there are um, plenty of movies I've seen where, like, this movie is great, and everyone's like, "Are you on fucking meth or something?" Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. All right, it's cool. I got that. So if I do decide to do that, I can do that. Whatever. Um, just in case, I'm gonna put this up because I don't know. Who knows? It might be enough where somebody will be like, "Oh, that's spoilery." So I'm gonna just add this. As a just-in-case. Um, so I... I like to see movies by myself. It, it happens. I enjoy seeing things by myself. I don't have to deal with other people in those situations. Um, hmm. uh, so I recently um, have gotten to go see both Mor- Morbius and Sonic. Sonic 2. Um, literally just this weekend. Or... Friday, 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 Friday. Um, sure, bam! I'll put that up so it looks a little bit better. <laughs> Yay! Um, fucking bright as shit. Uh, I have actually little mini reviews on um, my TikTok currently. I'm eventually going to try and consolidate everything and bring it over. Any of the review stuff going to bring over to the Space Time Taco channel on TikTok. Um, that's right. You can just find Space Time Taco on TikTok. Just search Space Time Taco. Like we say at the end of the podcast. Um, if you enjoyed Sonic 1, um, you are still going to enjoy this movie. Uh, I think mm-hmm. it does a pretty good job of being as entertaining as the first one. I don't think it's better. Um, in certain points, I think it's a little little worse. I don't want to say worse. In the end, I gave this a 3 out of 5. Um which it mm-hmm. honestly is the same thing I, I gave Morbius is a three out of five, um, which on our scale because is it it is an entertaining movie. Is it great? No. Is it a masterpiece? Fuck no. Is it bad? No, definitely not. <laughs> um, this movie hits in a way that I, I as much as the first one hit on nostalgia in in connection to the fandom, I think this one does an even better job. Um, the main trio of Sonic and Tails in in Knuckles and Knuckles um, <laughs> is fantastic. I love them. I love the interactions between them. Um, and that is kind of what sells me on the movie for the most part. Where it lost me was, and I've had, it's funny because I've seen people saying the opposite, which makes no sense to me. I feel like they spent too much time with the humans. Um, there is a whole separate subplot that focuses on the humans that there that something's going on with the human side of things and it helps introduce something that I'm really excited about because they introduce it into this universe that we now have um mm-hmm. but it takes too much away and spends too much time away from the the sonic characters um mm-hmm. like no nobody cares about donut lord let's be honest uh, <laughs> donut lord or donut lord's wife i guess that's what's, what lady lady donut um <laughs> Uh, but I think what they did with actual, the actual Sonic side of things was great. Um, 
I think Jim Carrey goes a little bit or got to go a little bit too far on his own, um, mm-hmm. which is something that he is known for, I think, where people are like, oh, we got Jim Carrey. We're just going to let him do let him do his thing. Um, and he, I don't know. I, I, I'm realizing as much as I still love going to see these family movies, these kid kid targeted movies, uh, when they rely a lot on like the 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 fart jokes, mm-hmm. like that level of comedy. Like I feel like I didn't even like that too much when I was a kid. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it, it it just I think he brings that a little bit too much. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, nothing surprising. Technically, there is a post credit scene. Um, sorry, mid credit scene. Uh, who, who is there a mid credit scene? Um, which is why I'm very excited to see where we go with the rest of the series because we're already. I think we're supposed to get a, be getting a Knuckles TV show, um, which again, all 100% in Idris Elba Knuckles. He basically <laughs> plays. Think of the knuckles we had in the older games where he was the more serious of the characters, but he's still the dumb of dumb as rocks knuckles from Sonic boom. Um, (laughs) So that the mixture of that, this is a character that has things that he believes he needs to do and protect, but he's also a fucking dumbass. Uh, Perfect. (laughs) Perfect version of knuckles in my opinion. Um, But yeah, I, I definitely recommend going checking out. It is super entertaining. Uh, if you love Sonic, this is perfect. There's so many little things, little callbacks. There's even, um, there's a scene. It's not a Sonic reference in any way. It's a Parks and Rec reference where <laughs> Sonic <laughs> saying something to somebody just does the little covers his ear, covers his ear and sings the worst. And I'm like, Oh my God, I fucking love this so much. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, it, it's really fun. I definitely recommend it. I don't want to spoil anything. There's so much that gets brought into this world. I'm so excited to see what they do with it more moving past. So go see it. Mm-hmm. Go see it so I can talk to you about it. Um, I'll just go full on Sonic Adventure 2 and we'll get Shadow in the next movie. Uh, don't don't diss the Sonic Adventure games. Those are my favorite. No, um, we'll get we'll get an actual Shadow the Hedgehog movie where it's just a hedgehog with an Uzi. <laughs> in oh, <laughs> a motorcycle he has a motorcycle in that too I think. Yeah. um but no like i said thumbs up not like incredible but you know it's entertainment mm-hmm. i i like three i think three out of five is going to become our like swimming in sevens where video games yeah. video games with sevens they're not bad they're not great but they're entertaining um, they're enjoyable yeah mm-hmm. uh but moving on from that the previous week um while Comparing the two, I will definitely say Sonic 2 is the better of the movies. Morbius. <laughs> Which we are definitely... I'm definitely spoiling. I'm sorry if you don't want spoilers. Um, in that case, thanks for watching. We love you. Um, Jared Leto looks like what he feels like on the inside. <laughs> Morbius is the best non-Spider-Man Sony film. Really? But that means I'm comparing it to Venom and Venom 2. Okay. Venom and Venom 2 are absolute garbage that I will never choose to watch again <laughs> in my life. Um, I mean, I probably wouldn't choose to watch this, but if I had gun to my head, had to watch one of the three, it would be this. Um, <laughs> this is, in my opinion, the best thing that Jared Little has done since um, 
Fight Club. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, speaking of which, oh man, flashbacks again to early podcast episodes. We did our review of Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. One thing I completely forgot about back then was I wanted to see more of his Joker. Mm-hmm. And it was solely based off the fact that I'm like, I want to see what they do with this Joker. Not that he was a good Joker, but it was, mm-hmm. I got enough of him where I'm like, ooh, what would they do with this? What are they going to do with this, like, mobster Joker kind of thing? Um, obviously, DC has no idea what the fuck they're doing, so even if they had given him another movie, it wouldn't have made any fucking sense anyway. I um, I, when I saw him in the trailers, I... I was hoping he would be cut from the movie entirely. Honestly. Well, and that was, we, we talked about that. That was basically <laughs> what we came away with was cool. They introduced a character, a Joker that didn't need to exist. There was mm-hmm. absolutely no reason for him to exist within this movie. Um, nope. His entire plot line, you could delete from the movie, never mention and not mention anything else. And it'd been fine. You could have just cut his scenes and it would have been fine because he, I'm sorry. He was just so fucking edgy. <laughs> just so fucking edgy like he was like every teenage boy's idea of what like a gangster is supposed to be i'm sorry he was he was he's got fucking face tattoos man like, yeah that's right face tattoos um nothing but like you compare that to what you get out of comics and what you get out of other jokers that have been on the screen and i'm sorry it i don't know how to judge Jared Leto as an actor because everyone likes to bring up this method acting thing that he does. Yeah, it's not a good idea. It's don't don't method. But but it seems like no matter what he's in, he has a special way of ruining it. (laughs) (laughs) Um so he's not the bad part about this movie. He this is he, in my opinion, was pretty good. Um yes, pretty good. Not great again. Um who Gay, it, the reason for why I enjoyed this movie as much as I did is 1000% Matt Smith. Um, Matt Smith played a perfect villain in my perfect villain for this, for this, not perfect villain. Mm-hmm. Again, we, I'm ignoring the MCU because it doesn't take place in the MCU. Um, no matter how hard Sony wants to try and fuck with you and make you think that it does. Um, <laughs> We currently have no Spider-Man. Any scene that you see that that like him walking down the street and there's a Spider-Man poster doesn't exist. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, that, that, none of that. None of that happens. Although, I guess, if you think uh, about it, where... Hmm. Because it was a Spider-Man poster where it called him a, had like murderer pasted over top of it. But if you think about the fact that this then happens after no way home the events of no way home could have changed the world that he was in where that no longer existed but i'm giving them too much credit at that point um... okay well <laughs> let me just ask you a question to get a big big chunk of something out of the way yeah sure. early on what is michael keaton's role in this film michael keaton all the scenes you see of michael keaton from the trailer don't exist they got cut from the movie um what his role exists as was changed to mid-credit scene or post-credit scene. One of the two. I don't fucking know. There were two. Um, the first one, we get the cracks in the sky that we had from uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. That instead of bringing anybody into the MCU, somehow drops him off in a prison so cell. Adrian Toomes ends up in this alternate 
universe. Yep, Adrian Toomes. Adrian mm. Toomes appears in a cell. Um, he the first thing he says is he hopes the food's better in this joint. Um, <laughs> then it cuts to a news report being like this guy just appeared in in the cell. Uh, no files, no information on him. So most likely we're letting him go. Um, because that's how things work, right? Um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> we don't know who you are. You get a free pass. You're not supposed to be here. You definitely <laughs> didn't murder anybody. He didn't. No, he did murder somebody. That's right. Um, he did murder quite a few people. Yeah. I mean, he used space guns to literally unexist them. So. <laughs> uh, the one was an accident. Um, <laughs> but no, so cut to after credit. I'm, I'm skipping the whole movie for now. We'll talk about mm-hmm. this because again, it has nothing to do with the fucking movie. So you got Michael Morbius, the little little doctor boy, driving his fancy car, checking his watch so he has to remember when he has to take his blood, um, his fake blood, his fake synthetic mm-hmm. blood that he created for himself. Um, well, not for himself, but for the world around him. Um, mm-hmm. Driving up, random middle of nowhere location, and then he gets out of the car and. Uh, I almost said Captain Falcon. Um, and uh, <laughs> Vulture comes up in his suit. Slightly different suit. Don't know how he has a suit, because he didn't have the suit when he was got teleported from the other universe into this universe. Somehow he has a suit again. Look, um, we saw how fast Goblin put together a whole new suit in Spider-Man. You say that. That was just him coming from another universe with that already. He got I mean, transported true. with it. This, he got transported in his, his jail outfit. So he somehow went from released to having a full fucking suit, which reminds you, remind you, that suit was made out of leftover tech from an alien invasion that didn't happen in this universe. (laughs) I mean, come on, you don't need Chachari tech to make fucking wings, like. (laughs) Um, But he meets up with him, never takes a mask off. You can tell that this was a definitely phoned in uh, uh, Mm -hmm. dub of michael keaton talking for this um he basically says hey nice to meet you uh i don't know how the fuck i got here i think it has to do with spider-man and morbius is like oh okay yeah again spider-man doesn't exist as far as we know in this universe um and he just says to him i'm thinking about getting a group of us together do some good basically trying to set up Sony's version of the fucking Sinister Six that has no connection, besides one character so far, to fucking Spider-Man. Um, mm-hmm. And that's where my mind broke a little bit with this movie. Because it really was like, okay, <laughs> this makes literally, absolutely, 100% zero sense. <laughs> so, I think then it's safe to chalk this up as just plain fan service at this point. <laughs> I don't know. Sony, they have, they've got a Madam Web movie planned they have the craven movie that's still supposed to be coming out i think within the year i'm not sure if Mm -hmm. it's this year but within either this or next year um i don't fucking know what they're doing i know the one thing i know is that now morbius vulture and venom exist within the same universe Mm -hmm. now the problem with this so far is venom isn't is vigilante anti-hero mm-hmm. kind of a hero whatever character um morbius is kind of falls into that same realm um mm-hmm. he the whole movie he literally it's i'm sick i made a cure the cure is actually so while it makes me feel great it is 
causing me <laughs> it's to... turning me into an actual fucking yeah. bat person. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it is something I could be ruining lives. Blah 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 blah. Um, I need to figure out something. Uh, oh, my friend that has been funding me for all this research stole the cure when I told him that this is the downside to it. Ends up deciding to give into it and be like, "I'm a fucking eat everybody." Wahaha. Um, and that's you know what leads to Matt Smith being a great character in my opinion, or a great, a good villain. I'm just gonna say good villain. Great for this universe. Out of the three villains that we've had so far, you know, different multicolored venoms, and now, <laughs> um, <laughs> just different. I guess different colored vampire. Um, that's how you make. That's how you make Venom antagonist, is you just take Venom and then color him something yeah, different. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, wait until you get to anti-Venom. Uh, oh, yeah. <sighs> it's literally just, it's literally just a <laughs> copy-paste Venom image, invert colors. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, I uh, it, the movie, and I've seen a lot of people talk about it, 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 people say that they don't spend enough time building up these characters, they don't spend enough time building up most of the story it's very like talk about a thing work on the thing do the thing action 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 set piece set piece set piece, but, but, but boom um and i had no problem with it because of the fact that i didn't give a fuck about this movie i had i mm -hmm. went in this movie not caring about what it was going to be like not having any expectations whatsoever i just hoped that it was at least as entertaining as the venom movies and by that i mean you know semi-watchable um and it was. It blew those movies out of the water to me. Um, that's why I got a three out of five. That night, I gave it like, I'm like, oh, 3.5. Um, but thinking about it more, I'm like, no, I'm going to, boom, 100% just a three. Because three. Um, mm -hmm. it is an entertaining watch. Uh, and I, I it just now makes me want more past Doctors to be cast as Marvel villains. Because we already have Matt Smith. We already mm -hmm. had uh, David Tennant as Purple Guy. Or Purple Man. Um, guy. that's fucking Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, Peter Capaldi got the DC treatment as the no, thinker. No, no, we're not. So. We're not bringing that up because that was <laughs> fucking, that was a waste of Capaldi. Capaldi deserves so much more. Um, it was. It, it. I think it's because Matt Smith looked like he had fun. I mm -hmm. like when villains get to have fun in the role. Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton was a great villain because you could tell he enjoyed doing that fucking role. Well. Um, I can tell you for a fact that Matt Smith has fun in playing every villain he's played because he played one of the worst villains of all time in a movie. He basically got to be Skynet in a Terminator film as a person. Like Skynet inside of a human body. And he is the only decent part of that movie. <laughs> Am I, I assume Kim is talking to him right now. Oh yeah, I'm almost where I was done. Okay. Yeah. What? Why do you make a face? I know, I was trying to get it done early, but we kept going on tangents. So yeah, I I overall uh enjoyable. I wouldn't recommend going to see this movie. <laughs> don't spend the money. Wait until it's on some streaming service. I don't know what the fuck Sony puts their movies on. It'll go somewhere eventually. Um But yeah, I don't know. Well hey, Nate mostly because i haven't seen my wife in four days three days <laughs> three days is there anything else you want to talk about before we go no i think we're ready to wrap all right cool i'm gonna go see my wife <laughs> my wife my <laughs> wife thank you for watching another episode of space time taco as always you can find us everywhere online just search space time taco you can find me 
everywhere is at Time Lobrito. You can find me everywhere at a little teapot. It's down there. He's not going to point, but I'm nope. pointing for him. <laughs> <sighs> Go inside and play video games. Gestures vaguely. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.